Welcome back, everyone, to uh, Win Win Situation. I am Tony Win, your host, and uh, this is part two of my two-part series of interviews with um, with a couple of cosplayers talking about uh, you know cosplay, the lifestyle in itself, and also comic conventions. Uh, if you haven't heard part one, uh, do that first. Yeah, makes sense. So here's part two. I love talking to everybody about making stuff and the things that they make, which is why you can see the chaos of just my shop, just full of just every tool imaginable and just everything down here. Because um, like I'm, I'm a grown man with Asperger's. Like this is, this is what I like to talk about. So I'll just run down this rabbit hole. But you get me talking about anything else. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm not good. So I love this. So I do talk to a lot of people. I get wrapped up into conversations when I'm at all these conventions I go to. Yeah. Uh, so I do get to talk to a lot of them. And I did notice one thing, to Jason's point. When there is less celebrities at a convention, like movie stars, that cost $7,500, $150 for an autograph and a picture... The people that go to the conventions, they're still going to spend that money because that's like their con budget. Mm -hmm. But they spend it more on the vendors because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. they're going to spend that money anyway. So instead of dropping it on the celebrity for the autograph and the photo, they'll walk around and they'll, they'll buy a whole bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. So the convention's meant to have a lot of vendors but less big-name celebrities that cost a lot of money. The vendors do much better. Mm. And the other ones that have bigger-name celebrities and longer lines, the vendors don't do as well. Yeah. And that's kind of the thing that everybody needs to realize that we have a, we all have a symbiotic relationship with each other between the cosplayers, the vendors, the guests, mm. the people that run the show. That without one, the other one, it all we either all survive together or we all fail together. Mm -hmm. gotcha. If there's no con to go to, there's nowhere for us to dress up. Right. Yep. You know, and then conversely, there's I mean, nowhere when there's for us Halloween. One day, a year. People who are like making, enough. trying to make cosplay into a career or prop making or. You know, and I, I will get recognized not dressed up. You know, people will come up to me and just say, oh, you're, you're wild card. You're wild card. The, the real celebrity. Yeah. yeah. You, know? <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, man. You're like, yeah. And it's great. I love talking to anybody who will talk to me about what it is that I love to do. Yeah. So you guys yeah. talk about, uh, 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 you know, dressing up as the characters. Now, do you guys go like all out as in, are you role playing as said characters or are you that guy that guy is so, uh, there was a sudden big smile that guy big uh, time. so i i will usually um i have actually made some exceptions this year and probably will coming up in the future but i used to only cosplay as characters that i felt fit my personality hmm. um so again like dante from devil may cry he's a smart ass and you know spider-man just always like you know quips and cracking jokes um sensing the theme here yes uh same thing with deadpool um even tyler durden like i have a tyler durden costume and always wanted to do ash from evil dead like it, it was always people that were just like you know sarcastic witty just always joking usually not stopping you know talking and uh so for me it's um i'm probably most recognized not physically in person because I'm wearing something with a mask on but I'm um, in the cosplay community at, with my Deadpool cosplay mm -hmm. and 
I will get a lot of people that will be like, oh my God, you act the part so well. It's like, I'm not acting. Like I dress up as this because I identify with the character and how he acts. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's, it's not even a matter of role playing. Like it's, and that, that's what I was saying earlier, like with the mask, it's like, I feel more comfortable being myself because I am now this character with this mask on. Um, and so I used to just choose characters that I felt like helped me just further be myself. Um, and especially Deadpool, you know, slightly more inappropriate. Um, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, but I, I do see um, people at conventions just staying in character mm -hmm. um, and again somebody that does not have a mask on and that has always impressed me mm -hmm. like I there was a there was a gentleman at C2E2 who looked like he was like six foot six dressed up as Thor and at one point I heard him with like, like that that boisterous and like doths and like and was just speaking like him I'm like that's impressive mm -hmm. like that's like I couldn't I couldn't do that I had like a punk rock Thor cosplay and I kept defaulting back to my like smart ass personality. <laughs> and so if it's anything that's not just sarcastic and witty, I can't, I'm not going to be able to role play it for more than three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. And while the rest of you guys are more so yourselves dressed as the characters? Yeah, I mean, I haven't. I haven't dressed up as enough characters to really like establish anything like that. I don't think, uh, but like, but like, and I, that's not for me. Like I, I know, I mean, we all have, I guess, like mutual friends who, who do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, but for me that, and like, I've talked to them about it and that's like half, if not more of the fun to them is, mm -hmm. is, you know, getting the voice down, right. Getting, I, I, I like making the costume and wearing it and then hanging out with like mm -hmm. my friends. Not that like they don't hang out, but it's just like I like having that interaction with, you know, Scott or Des or Jason. And it's like I, I would rather do that. The performance of it is not is not super appealing to me. Yeah. I just want to go and maybe because I'm like I am so introverted on my own. Yeah. It's like I'm not gonna start shout you know, like if I do my Skyrim like Dragonborn, I'm not gonna start shouting and yeah. acting like I'm gonna fight a dragon. Like it's yeah. not gonna happen. <laughs> You're not gonna do your chance. No, no, yeah. I, uh, I, I'll do a, like a little, a little bit of every character. Okay. Like probably what they're most well known for. Like for if I'm doing Riker, I'll sit down in the chair. I'll do like I'll step over the chair and sit down, or I'll put one leg up on it, or I'll hit on all the women. <laughs> that's Riker. I will say one of the that most. Was, so that's every character I do. One of yeah, the most amazing examples of people staying in character was at C2E2 two years ago, and there was um, it was it was a couple. I don't know if it was like romantic couple, but the the two people and they were dressed up as Link and Navi, and the dude would do nothing but go hat. <laughs> and then the chick dressed up as Navi would go, hey, listen, watch out. Like the whole time. Wow. It's like, that's the best thing I have ever seen. And this is, most people probably have no idea what I'm talking about, but uh, Nintendo 64, Ocarina of Time, Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Well, I'm people listening. Like if again, no if it's like a, a ten year old, they're gonna be like, "What's that?" That's a shout out to Charlie Akers, who's like, "It's the not one Fortnite." This. Hey, buddy, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, and he he was rolling around on the ground. Oh, that's amazing. It was it was that's pretty cool. awesome. Yeah. They ended up staying at our hotel and were doing that like in the lobby, going towards the elevator. Like he was just rolling, going, "Yeah!" I'm like, "You're awesome." That's so incredible. You. 
you guys can appreciate that, but it sounds like you guys don't really appreciate the COD celebs. Um, oh, no, not saying that at all. Yeah, I think, I think um, the one thing that, so I haven't really been in the cosplay, I still feel like a cosplay noob. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my first cosplay, I wasn't even taking it seriously. I was just like, oh, I like this character. Um, but I kind of, is, yeah. I feel like I'm kind of like more on the outskirts of the large community. Um, and I kind of, I'm more like a creeper or whatever, peek in and like participate every once in a while, but then I like stand outside your window. Do you want to see? Um, I'll say, is phrasing, that really hard to describe ourselves? Phrasing is really important. <laughs> one, just one, me. one more time for the record, please. <laughs> just I, me. I remind you, you're under oath. Jason, yeah. Jason is a creeper. But what I've so learned um, is that, you know, we've kind of talked about it a little bit. Everybody does it for different reasons. Um, and I think, I'm noticing in the community, uh, the cosplay community as a whole, that there are, there are camps. Um, and then there are people that are going to be against one another. Like, oh, well, this person only cosplays as popular characters. Or this person is cosplaying so that they can become cos-famous. Or this person... person like, or mad at people for yeah, cosplaying or, the you know, that they're famous for. Me being an individual, being probably the only person at this table that doesn't build... I just help people build physiques. I don't build props. But... It's like I've been made fun of for you not. You actually benefit society. That's true. That's true. I help we get people healthy. Um, but really? I've been made Maybe fun of, and you know, been uh, not really harassed, but given crap for like not making my own things. And I'm of the mindset like, do you like do what you want? I don't care. Mm -hmm. Like, if you want, if you want to do lewd cosplay and like you know half dress stuff, and that's what you enjoy doing, cool. By all means, have at it. If you want to become a cosplay celebrity, whatever. If you're cosplaying as the characters that you just think look cool and you know nothing about it, okay. Like, it very much is. I think people need to get back to the whole like cosplay is literally for everyone. Mm -hmm. Like, who cares why you want to cosplay? Why you started doing it? Like, everybody has their story, but everybody's also going to have their very different reasons for doing it. And I'm, I'm just, I'm tired of seeing people, especially on social media, like just bashing one another social, about social what? Social media. Yeah. Um, so not Instagram, not these things question. like Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. It's coming from the guy who knows every person. Where do you, where do you find Instagram that stuff at? Uh, <laughs> is, that on a, is that between the classified the, ads and the automotive section? The, on the interwebs. The international yeah. web. Is that yes. still a thing? Yeah. You no longer I have to type in just, www. I thought that was just a, that was just a fad. I didn't know that. That's still around. You still really? have to type in HTTPS, though, right? Oh, that's, that's so I, I don't hate on anybody oh, for so cosplaying. Why am I talking to a corded microphone? <laughs> you know, it's... I, I think in it, just knowing what I know about the people at this table, I would say... You know, you guys can obviously chime in, but most of the most of the people that I keep good company with are usually of the same mindset. I try not to hang around or associate myself with snooty individuals. Um, I think everybody has their own snoot to a certain regard. Um, you know, I might be I might be picky about like Deadpool costumes and stuff, but I'm never going to like bash a person for it. Like mm -hmm. I'll help celebrate whatever the costume is. And if somebody asks my opinion and asks how they can make theirs more accurate or better or different, whatever the case may be, I'll provide input. But you know, I will only associate with people that have positive intent or gonna you know build other people up instead of just spend all their time being negative. Absolutely, for... absolutely. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely less like definitely not not appreciating the cost famous mm -hmm. people as long as they're like 
cool, I guess. Mm. You know, and it's, I think that's true in any fandom or anything like that. You don't want to hang around with people who aren't like who you don't enjoy hanging around with. Yeah. You know, I've I at the last convention we were uh, we were just at, which is Planet Comic Con, I waited in line for two hours to meet uh, Svetlana from Kamui Cosplay, who you would argue is one of the more cost famous yeah. people you could you could meet. She's had a YouTube channel that she's been running forever. I like I said, I watched cosplay tutorials for years and years and years before doing any of this and hers was one of the ones i watched mm-hmm. and she's from germany so i was like i don't know when i'm gonna meet this person again so I would, I would like to meet them the nicest one of the nicest human beings i've ever met and that's like most of the people i've met in this it's when people get as jason was saying uh like incredibly snooty like to you because yeah. everyone you have that thought it's like uh i think it's like a mark Marin bit that he does where he's like anyone who says that they never judge anyone is wrong because all you do in your brain whenever you see someone is you immediately think something about them it doesn't have to be negative but it's like so you can't say like you know people who are judgmental but it's like you don't say anything to that person you like you said celebrate it celebrate that they like a thing that you like sure which them. could just be the character or it could be cosplay in general absolutely i mean yeah. uh, you guys can probably i'll ask each and every one of you together and i'll totally even ask you you you've been known to wear a costume or two in your day one or two (laughs) or two um the people that are fans of the costume that you're wearing that just love it and like oh my god you look so great whether they recognize the character or not but they're a fan of the fact that you dressed up they're never the ones that say but did you make it yourself right no yeah uh, they might ask, not, they might ask, not they to don't judge, not but to more judge because like, not sometimes they're curious <laughs> as to if they can get yeah. one. Yeah. Like, not, yeah, not, did not you make tone, this like, yourself that's or amazing. can I buy Where one did you somewhere? Get that? Can you like, make me one? Yeah. And they're yeah. like, that's amazing. Yeah, make that? Yeah, no. or even even the accuracy of it. Like the, the person that is your, your typical you know, uh, con goer or whatever, you know, person that is appreciating your cosplay, the majority of the public and even other cosplayers are going to have no idea whether what you are wearing is comic accurate or screen accurate or whatever the case may be. There, There's always going to be a camp of individuals that are like, you know, because again, I've, I've thought it, um, but there's going to always be people that are just negative about it. But the majority of people don't care. Like they're not gonna care if my Deadpool costume is screen accurate. It could have stuff that I view as glaringly wrong and they have no idea. Mm -hmm. Like this, you know, this Stormbreaker axe, it's like there could be things about it that are not screen accurate. But you know what? The majority of people are not gonna look at at that and be like, that's totally wrong. I would never even hold that in my hand. Like, yeah. He might, you know what? Oh my God! I mean, Scott, it's not accurate. Scott probably means. looks at it, and he's going to know every specific part of that axe that is not screen accurate, but almost no one else is going to notice that. Yep. Yeah, I'd say Steve does because he's actually the one that made that axe. So yeah. <laughs> Jason, you're you're unique in that you said that you well, you don't. Uh, you don't make so yours. Like. You 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 purchase yours, and you have a very interesting story in terms of uh, uh, your Deadpool costume. From what I understand, yeah. that uh, you know, yeah. Tell us the story about uh, uh, your experience as Deadpool and what you've contributed to that costume. So the um, that uh, that costume will always have a very special place in my heart. So the uh, shortly after the uh, the like 
leaked footage, which was just like the CG footage was released. Um, I saw that suit and I was like, I need that costume. Like at that point I had a comic book costume, um, but I was starting to get more into like the screen accurate stuff. Uh, well, well, the screen type stuff, because I had like a um, uh, an Amazing Spider-Man 2 costume. And I just liked the, uh, the on-screen look of things. And so I started reaching out to a whole bunch of different people um, that I had met through a, uh, or made contacts through from a website called uh, the RPF.com, the Replica Prop Forum. And so I was, I was very involved with like their first couple prototypes of suits, um, getting them accurate and things like that. And so I, I received one of those first suits and I was able to wear it at WonderCon a couple of years ago. And um, so it was like one of the first, like it was one of the first dead, like movie Deadpool suits that was out there. And so I was the only person at that con dressed up as movie Deadpool, so it exploded. And, um, you know, so since then I've just, you know, partnered with other prop makers and things to to find glove tops that are more accurate and shoulder pads that are more, a face shell that's more accurate. Um, because I don't, uh, I, I have an eye for detail and accuracy, but zero skill in regards to implementing it to create something on my own. So it's really difficult for me to try to find somebody that can make the product that I need um, if I want it to be accurate. Mm -hmm. And so I run, I run a fitness business and I learned a long time ago that I only have so much time and energy to put into something. And being that I'm self-employed and running this business, the more time that I was trying to invest in figuring out how to work with foam, how to properly cast molds, like all of this other stuff, I even wanted to start at least trying to learn how to do 3D modeling on my own. The more time and energy I was investing into that, the less time and energy I was putting into my business. Mm -hmm. So I see people make things and I, I've, become friends with enough prop makers that I know enough about a lot of the processes where if I wanted to make something, I could probably figure it out. It would take me 10 times longer than everybody else because I don't have the skill or experience, but I could probably do it. But for me, I would rather support one of my friends and commission them to make something or help me make something then, you know, and again, that allows me to continue my focus, which is my business. Um, and so I have a, I have admiration for people that make all of their own things. And I still have respect for those like myself that sit there and acknowledge, yeah, I could probably do that, but it's gonna take me way too long to figure out how to do it. So I'm just gonna go to somebody that can do it faster and better than I can. I would way rather see people too, especially if you love a character the way that you love Deadpool, to go seek out a maker who can legit make what you want. Not just go to some online store that makes a really awful pleather version that's not right. screen accurate at all. Which is, I mean, if that's all you can afford, that's all you can afford. But if you love a character and you really want to be that character, mm -hmm. Do your research, seek somebody out who can mm -hmm. make that character for you so you can actually be that character. Because I guarantee you're going to feel way more confident out there dressed in like that awesome Deadpool or kick-ass Batman or Wonder Woman or whatever character it is that you really like more than just that, you know, 
online eBay yeah. mm-hmm. really and, went. Is, and that, that and that one's not gonna be a cheap costume either right that, I mean like expense wise that's gonna be a several hundred and this dollars. isn't to say that people have to wear expensive costumes to cosplay no. um, for me like it was for me personally accuracy was important like I said it's you know that the, the that movie coming out and waiting for that suit were like positive things in my life at the moment that were helping me get through some like really negative emotional stuff and so like I put a lot of stock like emotional stock into that costume and its accuracy and I wanted to be that character and so for me accuracy was super important but again for the majority of people dressing up as a character it doesn't have to be you know if you want something super accurate though you're probably going to need to reach out to you know custom prop builders and things like that. If you just want a Spider-Man suit and just because you want something to feel like you're Spider-Man, you can find stuff that's like 50 and 60 bucks. And if you put that suit on and you enjoy it just as much as I enjoy my Deadpool suit, that's awesome. I, I wish I didn't have to spend as much money as I did on my suit to, to enjoy it to that degree. Um, I'm very envious of individuals that are like, oh, this cost me $6 and I love it. And I'm like, hey, I wish. Um, I have yet to meet anyone though, and I've been around the world twice and talked to everybody once. Uh, I have yet to meet anyone. Yes. <laughs> also, what movie did you get story. that from? <laughs> that's actually, no, that's not from um, That's from something else. Anyway. <laughs> You never know. Anyway, I've yet to actually meet anyone though who has just like one of the very inexpensive uh, costumes from just a like an overseas costume supply company who was just like, "Yep, I bought this and I love it. I can't. This is the best ever." Yeah. Everyone I've ever talked to about their costume has always wanted either to do something to it. Yeah. Add something more, yeah. get a better prop to go with it, tailor it up a little bit just to make it fit a little bit better, replace something on it just for a little bit more. Because nobody was ever really, because they loved the character, nobody ever bought that costume. They're, and they, they put it on one time and, and went to the con because they had to. And they're like, I, I have to wear it. But afterwards, they're like, okay, I'm getting... You know, I'm gonna make this better. Mm-hmm. I feel about, I that way be about better. stuff I made myself. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. really, the, the the truth of of a lot of industries is that, um, you know, what's the saying? Cheap work, cheap work ain't good, and good work ain't cheap. Like it's just good, fast, and cheap. The triangle. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's um, there's always going to be somebody that'll do it cheaper. And every once in a while, you will find the diamond in the rough, which is a person that will make something that looks amazing that isn't expensive. Every once in a while. But you know what? If that happens, guarantee it's not going to be quick. It is not going to be fast. Uh, And it might not show up on time. Um, But, you know, uh, but conversely, there's also going to be people out there that are probably (laughs) more... um, they think they their skills are better than they are and they charge way too much money for what they are selling and what their product is you know i think you're qualified to say that yeah i think you out of anyone else here is probably the most qualified to Um, actually make that you've actually done a lot of research and and spent a lot of money on stuff so yeah it's i'm certainly not qualified to say there i i've I pride myself in trying to figure out the best places that I can source different things. So, um, 
you know, that's and that's how I ended up meeting Scott is uh, through a, a mutual friend. And I just I like to okay. I want I want something that is 3D modeled. Well, I know this person is really really good with this type of stuff, but not this type. So okay, I need to find a 3D modeler that is good at this specific thing that I want. Guns, for example. Okay, this guy he does really good. You know, find a person. Uh, people are going to be good at different jobs. You know, Scott was talking about you know he tried Warbler, was terrible at it. He found his niche with foam. You know, and then there are going to be individuals that, instead of uh, like, uh, what were you guys saying that this was all hand sculpted, this sword? Originally. Originally. Yeah. So it was originally hand sculpted, and but then there are also individuals. So there are people that you know, looking at this sword, the detail is incredible, and there are people that would not have the skill to hand sculpt something like that, so they would have to three D model it and print it. You know, so everybody has their skill set and what they're doing. And there are going to be people that are really good at it, and then people that are mediocre, and then people that are way too confident in their skills. Um, but for individuals that are, it, it doesn't hurt for anybody wanting to get into cosplay that, like myself, doesn't have the time, the energy to try to figure out how to make things themselves. Research things on forums, uh, meet people, you know, again, Meet, meet people at conventions and ask where they got their costume. Did you make this yourself? Oh no, you didn't. You bought it. Great. Who you know? Who did you buy it from? Um, I gave I gave Scott's name out multiple <laughs> times at C2E2 because he helped me make a uh, a custom Stormbreaker axe that on the reverse side was actually a five string bass, and got stopped constantly. They're like, "Did you make that yourself?" No, I didn't. Who made it? This guy. Take out your phone. I'm going to show you his page on Instagram. Um, you know, so do your research, you know, figure things out. And I feel like I've talked way too long, so I'm just going to pass the torch to somebody else. Uh, I don't even know if I'm addressing the original question anymore. <laughs> I was just asking, how how are you today? Oh, yeah. I'm good. This so, was great. You this still is, never got your last name. It was like, what's your first and last name? You're like, hi, I'm Jason. I don't have a last I name. I want to have diatribe. Like, and then I don't I have a last name. I'm like Cher. <laughs> Well, okay. it's just, just Jason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell the Deadpool story to give me some street cred. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened. I go off on tangents. Well, I think we all it's real bad. And this is me on no caffeine. I, I I'll go off on a tangent forever. Mm -hmm. Do you go on tangents? You don't go on tangents. I do. I think we're on one right now. Right? <laughs> this, <laughs> this, whole, this whole podcast is a tangent. We're on the tangent train. Okay. Yes. Let's, Sorry, uh, Tony. Let, let's let's wrap it up a little bit. Uh, real quick. <laughs> real quick. <laughs> oh, you explained that you uh, have a fitness uh, yes. uh, 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 business mm -hmm. yourself. Des, what do you do? What do I do what for my do job? Um, I'm a mental health professional. Ooh, Scott? Mm -hmm. um, I'm a professional 3D modeler, and I uh, I haven't decided yet my, my official title at SKS Props. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking um, either personal assistant to Mr. Smith, <laughs> Uh, chauffeur <laughs> to Mr. Smith. I really hope Steve watches this. Continue. Oh, please. Can you just or, send this cut to him? But, okay, the, the, one that, the one that I think his, his wife likes the most is um, that idiot who thought selling foam was going to be a good idea. Because <laughs> it is a great idea. But, yeah. I'm a professional 3D modeler. And uh, I work for SKS Props. Okay. And we'll get to that just a second. Sure. Let's... Uh, I am a banker. And a banker. Yeah. So, wide variety of occupations that you guys all come together and, and share a common love. Mm -hmm. 
And that's, I think, one of the coolest things about cosplay. There are many cool things about cosplay, but it's so diverse. Mm. Like, there are so many different kinds of people and different walks of life and people that just kind of come together in their love of these characters and hang out at conventions and just have a good time and kind of geek out together. And it's just mm -hmm. really cool. And you mentioned, like, at the very beginning, bring it full circle, community. Like, it's so, I feel like it's so important to us as cosplayers, like who we can meet and who we can reach out to and where we can find common ground and just so much that we can share together and learn from each other. Mm -hmm. That is like a super crazy thing that when like when I got into all this, um, I have, you know, people who I've met through the dreaded social media that Scott doesn't know anything about. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard that term. Who I like, I've never met in person, but like I've talked to them weekly or whatever and i would consider them like my friends who live in like new york or you know on different in different countries and stuff like that who it's like oh i i for the book of faces yeah exactly <laughs> for some intents and purposes like i know this person mm -hmm. and like i never would have known them if i wasn't in this yeah i have people world. that i whenever i get married uh there are people that i've still never met in person that i'm probably going to invite to the wedding. I finally got to meet a friend of mine who lives in New Zealand uh, when he was in town for uh, uh, Emerald City. Mm -hmm. I mean, gosh, we've talked online uh, for years now. Now, Scott, uh, um, what, what is special about your foam? And explain just like the process of why you chose foam for creation purposes and then why you decided to go in to make your own foam. Well, this kind of goes back a little bit. So, um, Steve and I, Stephen K. Smith, the best cast props. Steve and I have been friends for a couple years now, ever since he moved to St. Louis. Um, we went to seven cons together last year, so we do. We did a lot of talking back and forth of like, you know, and, and Steve's a, an amazing builder, very super, super, super talented artist. So we started talking about like, well, what's next and what can we do? And we're like, well, we really want to see more people making, you know, making stuff, making the things like we make, you know, out of foam. So we're like, okay, let's get more into the, the YouTube and the, and the tutorials, and it kind of just led us gradually into, uh, well, we should have our own line of foam. You know, we'd, we'd reached out to a couple other uh, foam companies, and uh, and then asked to be about maybe be, be part of it or what can we do to to join it, and uh, then ultimately we're like, okay, let's let's how about we make our own foam then, and that's where we literally found foam manufacturers and got samples and didn't like any of them and then broke down the chemical composition and specially formulated this foam specifically for what we how we wanted it to perform so we wanted it to be a certain way we wanted it to have a certain shore density we wanted to have it a certain tensile strength to it <laughs> we wanted it to be gray mm -hmm. so you could write it with a pencil or a ballpoint pen you know we wanted the cross cuts to be smooth we didn't want to have rough edges on it we wanted it, we wanted all sides to be smooth no matter how you cut it uh, we wanted it to be able to take all types of adhesives we wanted you to be able to bend it and be able to hold its shape fairly well without having to use a heat gun um, we wanted the, the surface to be smooth but still porous enough to be able to hold paint so that way if you don't necessarily want to plasti dip it or use some sort of toxic material to seal your paint your foam you don't have to you can just paint it for kids safe. So it's definitely a a foam specifically for the cosplayer. Yes, it is specifically 
designed uh, for the uh, prop and costuming community. Well, guys, I appreciate you guys uh, letting me have your time for a little over an hour, way longer than I thought. But, uh, you know, the conversation was uh, was a lot of fun. So thank you for uh, joining me. And uh, Des, if people want to see your work or, or contact you for help or information, uh, how, can, how can people contact you? Yeah, you're going to have to spell yours. Yes, I am. So it is my actual name, so I didn't, like, saddle myself with this handle. Um, so on social media, I'm Desiree Cosplay. That's spelled desire, but with an extra E at the end. Mike, how about you? Uh, I am uh, Dmax, D-E-M-A-X, props on Instagram, mainly. Okay. Oh, add Heroes Physique on Instagram? No, Hero Physiques. Hero Physiques. You can't even get it right. <laughs> How can I expect this to become successful uh, if you can't even get it right? At Hero Physiques. Yes. You can spell that on Instagram. Would you like to spell it for... for all the podcast people who are trying to figure out how to spell physiques. H-E-R-O-P-H-Y-S-I-Q-U-E-S. Hesitation? Hero physiques. Yeah. 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 yeah, to hesitate like we all did when he Dude, were Dude, the amount of times that I've had to like type that, like even just typing in my own email address to log in, I'm like, oh, don't screw this up. Are you kidding me? I am the wild card. W-I-L-D-K-A-R-D-E. It is a obscure Star Wars reference uh, on the Instagram, but you can also just search my name, Scott Pope, P-O-P-E, like the Pope in the Vatican. Trust me, I have to say that a lot. <laughs> and you can also um, you can also find me through um, sksprops.com, uh, which is where we schlep our new line of uh, HD foam products, which actually are pretty amazing for anybody who's actually touched it, felt it. Yeah, we got some we got some new foam out there specifically. Des, what, what do you yeah. think of the the foam? What do, it's buttery soft. <laughs> it's, it's lovely buttery. and and strong. I want a pillow made out of it. Yeah, ooh, that well. would be nice. Mm -hmm. Maybe Scott, a, make me a pillow out of the foam. A mattress topper <laughs> of some kind. Yeah. No, it's freaking fantastic. It cradles your lumbar really well. If, if you want to work with foam, go to sksprops.com. Also affordable, yes. Great competitive price. I will say, in my limited experience working with foam, this stuff feels awesome. For those of you at home, uh, if you want to contact me, I'm on Twitter at Tony Tony Win. That's just W I N. And uh, we will catch you on the next win win situation with Tony Win. Bye. Thanks for having us. Yay.